Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. I've never met a coach who has won a game of cricket. <laughs> I can 100% guarantee that New Zealand will win the semi-final against England. The camera was on him every three seconds. It was overwhelming. I'll use one of our three quotes in our uh, sting for next week's previous long on and sound very clever. That's my plan. <laughs> In a week where we can't think of anything funnier than Australia somehow winning the T20 World Cup, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Maxwell looks to finish it, and he might have done it as well. Five times 50 over men's World Cup champions, a team that can never, ever be written off. And have finally got their hands on a men's T20 World Cup trophy, and it is richly deserved. Improved with every game of Australia, they are now a champion team. gleefully cackling there. That was Shane Watson who got very excited at the end there. Well, oh. we, we did enjoy Watto's commentary through the World Cup. He, he, uh, he, I don't think he knew what to do when Australia actually won it. I don't think he was expecting that when he signed up. Nobody was expecting, <laughs> and not least us, and it's Cat Jones and Dan Libke with you. And Shane Watson was just such a superstar on commentary, wasn't he? Yeah. All the way through the tournament. I loved him. He was fantastic. He and like Dale Stane, I think, were the two mm. noob highlights. They, they were both very good. They, yeah. were, they were fantastic. I mean, who who has snatched him up for the Ashes commentary? Because I, I want to listen to him yeah. on whatever whatever network has, has managed to grab him. Yeah, well, I think uh, Michael Vaughan might be in a little bit of trouble, so maybe they could just uh, <laughs> get rid of Dump Vaughan and bring in Shane Watson instead, Fox yeah. Cricket. Although, uh, of course, we've been commentating with Gorilla Cricket. Mm. They are spectacular and fantastic and uh, and underground. But for mainstream commentary, give me Shane Watson. Yeah. He's, he's very good at it. Yes, definitely. definitely. Uh, and, and someone uh, on Twitter... Twitter, uh, someone called that Chris Twelve O Nine pointed out uh, that that Watto's commentary provided more positive reviews than his entire DRS history. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. All right, well, there's lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket. So is we, there? Well, there's, a, there's, there's <laughs> enough. We just have time to cover the the final three matches of the T20 World Cup. Yeah. So what happened first up in the semi 
else. Well, we had some semi-finals, uh, yep. England v New Zealand to mm-hmm. start with, and that was uh, everyone I, I think thought that England would scrape through here, but mm. uh, it wasn't to be. So England batted first; they made 166 for four, yep. and then New Zealand, you know, didn't made a bit of a hash of the chase to start with, didn't they? They were a long way off the yeah, pace. Yeah, they, 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 they were very sluggish and yeah. couldn't seem to get going and they, they, they needed like 14 runs and over or more yeah. at one point at, near the end. Yeah, and Jimmy Neesham, absolute superstar, my favourite New Zealand cricketer, came in and just started tonking it all over the ground. And, how and how really can quiet. you possibly choose between New Zealand cricketers? Aren't they, are they all equally <laughs> adorable by, you know, design? It is like choosing one of your favourite children, isn't <laughs> yep. it? Yeah, it is difficult. Yeah, so Neesham hit uh, 20. 27 off 11 balls uh, to pretty much uh, you know, bring the run chase back under control. Mm. And then it was uh, Daryl Mitchell who uh, took took Jimmy's idea and ran with it as well. Hit a few sixes of his own after Nisham was out and yeah. pretty much guided uh, guided New Zealand home with a, with an over to spare. Yeah, and yet another Mitch mm. uh, in the inner lineup of the, the subterranean teams. Yes, yes, very uh, good. Yeah. And I did some calculations. Uh, Jimmy Nisham timed his uh, onslaught almost perfectly because he, he, he did it during the 17th over mm-hmm. uh, and by the 16.4th uh, over, he had uh, scored just enough to overtake England's score at the same stage, which meant that if it had mm. been a game of the 100, mm-hmm. uh, New Zealand would have won that as well. So just uh, covering all bases was, was Jimmy Neesham. Yeah, so, beat them at their own game. Yeah, Good exactly. work, New Zealand. Exactly. So, and of course, they, they smashed multiple sixes mm. to win this match. I mean, Mitchell and Neesham just went crazy, yep. hitting sixes everywhere. But they didn't do it in a cruel way, did they, <laughs> no. against England? They were too nice to do it from just the one yep. hapless yeah, England. Yeah, there was no poor old Ben Stokes on his haunches, you know, on, on the brink of tears yeah, because they, Carlos mean, Brathwaite had been mean to him. That's right. I mean, it was Jordan, Wokes, a little bit of uh, uh, Rashid. I think yeah. I think it was all, all over the place. Uh, they all got uh, carted mm. and they also shared between Mitchell and, and Nisham all those yeah. sixes. So it was very yeah. fair, yeah. very New Zealand. Very nice, very yeah. nice. And so that meant uh, England went out of the tournament with uh, back-to-back defeats to mm. South Africa and New Zealand. Do you think England will ever win a T20 international again? No, no, never, me neither. never, and, and that's you know don't peak too early. Exactly. It's like the, the people who peak at primary school. Mm. You know, save your best for the finals. Uh, yep. That's your lesson, England. I'm mm. afraid. Well, they, I mean, they do. We'll always have that uh, Super Twelve Group One <laughs> victory over Australia to uh, to console them with. Yeah, good memories, but and that was that was fleeting too, wasn't it? I mean, they they weren't out there very long on the park. <laughs> no, yeah, they, they didn't even savor it, did no. they? They, they, they? They gulped it down like it was just a giant box of chocolates yeah. or something. Sure, they blinking. You miss it. Yep. Yeah. So, but in retrospect, very generous of Australia to to rest their their best player of the tournament uh, Mm. uh, against England, so that they could get that win. Who did they drop? They dropped Mitch Marsh. They said, "Mitch Marsh, you're out of here." Ashton. That's right. They did too. In you come. I thought you were going to say they they dropped Warner. No, no. Warner 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 played on. Yes. Yes. And And then, of course, we had another semi final. Moved on Mm. from from that. We had another semi final. This time, Australia and Pakistan. Yes. So so England England were out. Uh, All the England uh, podcasters and journalists kind of begrudgingly went, oh, do we still have to cover the rest of this? I thought this would be a crowded market of podcasts. Actually, there's not much out there. Nope. I, I, my cricket podcast feed is zero at the moment. I'm yep. up to date because yep. everyone's just gone, no, nah, I'm not podcasting about that. I think you've got three weeks of peace until the uh, until the ashes <laughs> begins and then that'll probably go for a week and a half and then we'll be like, all right, we're out of here too. The ashes preview period is a very busy podcasting yep. Er, um, yep. period. Yeah. Anyway, so in this uh, second semi-final, Pakistan batted first and they made four for 176. And uh, pretty in a kind of similar pattern to the first semi-final, Australia were falling 
pretty well off the pace here, mm. despite a good innings from David Warner. Uh, they, they just kept drifting further and further away. And, and then this time, instead of Jimmy Neesham, it was uh, Australia's Jimmy Neesham, Matt Wade, who came in. and uh, <laughs> Again, one of my absolute favourites. Yeah. I love Wade. No one likes Matty Wade. I really love Matty Wade. Yeah, well, the, the Australian uh, team liked Matty Wade because yeah. uh, with 20 needed off 10 balls, uh, he was dropped in the outfield, uh, which let him get back for two runs, yeah. which meant they needed 18 off the, the last nine balls. And rather than take it to the final over, Matty Wade uh, summoned the number of the beast, went 6-6-6, six, 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 and that <laughs> yep. was it. He was uh, scooping Shaheen Afridi, who was like lightning. He was like the most deadly uh, new ball bowler in the entire tournament. And uh, But at the death, uh, Matty Wade had his number. He was uh, getting down and just hitting him over his well, head. Well, t- in typical Australia, so unlike Nisham, <laughs> yeah. Wade hit six, three sixes in a row, complete assholes actually. <laughs> I remember watching. we were watching the replay. Uh, our eldest son uh, said, Matty Wade has made all the kids in the crowd in Dubai cry. <laughs> Yes, because really the crowd accurate. was full of Pakistan yeah. supporters, obviously. Yep. Yeah, so there, that, that was a bit of uh, fun. Uh, but the, the other kind of talking point of this semi-final was uh, there was a little bit of controversy because at one point David Warner uh, hit a two-bounce no-ball for six and yeah. some people got upset about this. I missed that two-bounce no-ball. That was uh, Hafiz. Hafiz yes. was uh, bowling. Yes, uh, so so it kind of uh, it just came out of his yeah, hand yeah. awkwardly and it kind of bounced halfway down the pitch and then it bounced again and Dave Warner's eyes lit up. He's mm. just like, all right, I'm onto this. He yep. sprinted after it and just got it on that second bounce and smacked it into the crowd. Yeah. And it was a really good shot. I think, that, I think that's probably a little bit hard to do yeah. uh, if you're not really expecting it. But uh, Gautam Gambier tweeted, what an absolutely pathetic display of spirit of the game by Warner. <laughs> Hashtag shameful. What say at Ashwin Ravi uh, 99? Why did he copy him in? Well, uh, th- that's possible. A lot of people have said, well, may- may- maybe he, this was like tongue in cheek. Maybe, maybe mm. he, was, he was trying oh, to make yes, right, a yeah, subtle point yeah. about people criticising mancads all the time. Of course, Ashwin is, is the owner of the spirit of cricket. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the, yeah, he tagged Ashwin in because he's just saying, you know, it, it, what, why do they bag you out for mancads when they don't bag David Warner out uh-huh. for, for this? Regardless, if that, if that was his point, it was, it was far too subtle for the masses because this, yeah. this, this tweet got absolutely ratioed by uh, people <laughs> just deciding, what the hell are you talking I about? I mean, Ashwin, what, you know, Ashwin, of course, would have said, do whatever you can to mm. win within the yep. laws of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't as if Warner was trying to hit a two-bounce no-ball from an under. 12s uh, bowler, and I have seen that happen. Yeah. Uh, no, not Warner. Not Warner. And, and also, I wouldn't, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't put it past, I wouldn't put it past Warner. I mean, that's against the spirit of cricket for sure. Yes. Uh, but a pro cricketer, you yeah. know, fair yeah. game if it, if it comes out of your hand a bit wrong. It's not a dead ball. No, no, it's still mm. pretty villainous though. David Warner, yes. I mean, can, can he ever be, uh, you know, restrained? Will he ever redeem himself from the, the, these monstrous behaviours of hitting terrible deliveries for six? Well, I, I tell you something that is against the spirit of cricket. Mm. That's giving Warner player of the series for hitting that six. <laughs> so yeah, and, and uh, the other thing I heard about this, this that was important about this particular match was that Pat Cummins is the youngest mm. in the side. He was eighteen when he made his debut as the youngest in the side, and he's still the youngest in the side a decade later. A decade later, how is that possible? I don't know, but I, I, I definitely want him to remain the youngest for the uh. next fifty years. I don't care. Australia can lose every match from now on as long as you know a seventy-eight-year-old Pat Cummins is coming out there with eighty-year-olds running along alongside him. It makes us all feel young, doesn't it? It does. Anyway, we have. 
haven't even got to the final yet. No. But we have got to the final now. So yes. now we have Australia versus New Zealand. Mm. And if a, if a series, you know, if a final happens and no fans <laughs> are there to watch it, did it actually happen? Well, it was very strange, wasn't it? I, I, yeah, Australia and New Zealand in the finals, uh, it was 1 a.m. Australian t- or Australian East Coast time. Mm. Uh, it was 3 a.m. New Zealand time. <laughs> Basically, Couldn't have the, been worse. The, the, the two fans of the sides competing were all asleep. Like, yeah. So it was very strange from the ICC not to even bother um, mm. considering changing the time. I, I mean, the only possibility that we had of really seeing this is if our puppy got us up in the yeah. middle of the night and he actually slept through. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Anyway, uh, New Zealand batted first. They made uh, four for 172. Kane Williamson uh, was the hero of that batting effort. He made mm. 85 from 48 balls. Yeah, well, that was beautiful, beautiful mm. innings. Yeah, and kind of on, on the surface, you, you might think that was a pretty good score, but uh, Australia just made it look uh, very small. They they cruised past mm. it. Uh, Mitchell Marsh, 77 not out of 50 balls. Mm. He was the key contributor, but Dave Warner again, 53 off 38, and Glenn Maxwell at the end, 28 not out off 18, and they, they won with seven balls to spare. Was that his best not out performance of the series, or do you think he's... No, nah, the two <laughs> not outs off not balls were, were the, my favourites. They were better. Yeah, yes. that's true. Mm. And do you like Mitch Marsh? Have uh, you come I, around I, to Mitch Marsh? I like Mitch Marsh. Mitch, the whole way Mitch, along. Mitch Marsh, is, Mitch Marsh is very entertaining. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people are now saying that Mitch Marsh has silenced the haters. Which really? I, 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 I always uh, find the whole silence the haters thing kind of nonsensical. I mean, no, yeah. nobody nobody actually hates Mitch Marsh. No. As far as I'm aware. I mean, maybe some people who know him in real life do. Yeah. But in, in uh, cricketing Ex, terms. Ex-girlfriends, yeah, perhaps, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think people are just critical of him when he doesn't play well. And when he does play well, they say, oh... We'll be less critical of you now. Well I mean, it, se- it seems fair. He was always the third Mitch, wasn't he? Yes. I mean, to be f- he was the third Mitch. And the he was also Marsh. the second, yeah, the second best Marsh. Yep. And now he's up the pecking order a yep. bit. He's, he's he's up the Mitch order. Mm. Uh, we need to to let him. Uh, let yeah. Him well, enjoy Mitch Stark didn't have a very good final, so yeah, mm. he he's, he's jumped Mitch Mitch Stark at least in the T Twenty side. Yeah. So Australia did go on. They they won their the men won their first ever T Twenty uh, tournament, which mm. uh, I think means that they're officially one fifth as good as. The women are at, at winning T20 World Cups. Oh, good for them. Yes. Uh, mm. You have to start somewhere. So yeah. good, good work, Aaron Finch. And, and the, the other good thing is they've got another one next year. So they could, huh? you know, if they're very lucky, they could uh, do it again. I'm not sure they'll do it again. But, no. Uh, they, uh, is, that, is that like a shit sandwich with the ashes? <laughs> I think it must be, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of the ashes, the, the, uh, the, the only other time the ashes were, con- were contested between the reigning ODI and T20 World Champions mm-hmm. was in 2010-11. And that, that was a series that England won. Uh, in Australia, three one. So uh, now, now again, it'll be the reigning ODI champions England versus mm-hmm. the reigning T Twenty World Champions Australia in huh. the Ashes again. So only for the second time. Yeah. Um, and if history's any guide, England will win the Ashes. So uh, if Australia pay any attention to that stat, it, it feels to me a bit like a, a hat trick that's half completed at the end of the over that no one really knows about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, I think the other thing I enjoyed uh, is that apparently the England players who are heading out to the Ashes from this tournament are on a, the same chartered flight as the Australians. For for, for 14 hours they will have to sit beside (laughs) celebrating and or hungover Australians. Oh, that's great. I hope they alternate them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that would be awesome. And as we said earlier, well done, David Warner, player Mm. of the series. Yep. And who who was the deputy player of the series, do you think, though? If you had to pick someone from Australia, who would be the deputy? Well, I would have have picked David Warner as the deputy because I would have had Adam Zampa as the player of the series. Adam Zampa was by far Australia's best player. Yeah. I mean, mean, you could have gone, I mean, Hazelwood and Cummins. Mm. Yeah, Hazelwood was great. The the bowls are always the deputies, though, aren't they? Yes, you know, they they're are. not. Yep. They can't be the sheriff. Yep. And uh, of all the Australian cricketers, who would look better in a sheriff costume? Do you reckon? 
Hazelwood. For Hazelwood. Sure. Hazelwood. Hazelwood make a good, tall, clean cut sheriff coming into stamp order on with the a waist, town. leather waistcoat yeah. and, a, yeah, and a holster. I, I can really see Hazelwood with a spurs with a, on his boots, yeah, cowboy and a boots. gun just slung by his side. And also Matty Wade. I mean, it goes well, without saying. Matty Wade's like the villainous one who, like the yeah. the bounty hunter that you oh, summon yes. in to, to cause mischief. Yeah. And Adam Zamper, I think, would also. I'm not, make not sure what Adam Zamper would be. Adam Zamper would make a good deputy as well. Yeah. So. I mean, we had a few bush rangers last week. Good to, mm. good to have the law in this time. Yep. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right. So the sponsors this week is uh, the Ridiculous Ashes podcast. Ooh. So this is the podcast that I do with Alex Bowden and we go through historical ashes series. And people have been calling for the, the, the return of the Ridiculous Ashes podcast. Yes. We've had a lot of requests. Yes. So, so in this podcast, we go through historical ashes series to determine which side is more ridiculous at cricket, whether it's Australia or England. And uh, we've already covered two series. Uh, oh, what's the current tally? Uh, the current tally, I think, is that England have won both those series. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they were both series that Australia won in, in the real world, the mm-hmm. 1997 Ashes and the 2013-14 Ashes. Mm-hmm. And generally, as a rule, if uh, one team wins the real Ashes, the other team tends to win the ridiculous Ashes. And that rewrites history now. So yes. we're, we're now giving those two series yes. to England. Aren't we? Yes. Uh, and this week we're releasing the first episode of our third series, the Ooh. 2009 Ridiculous Ashes. So, Oh, and this is one that England won. This is one that England won, so Australia may may, may stage a comeback. So head over so, to the podcast store of your choice, search for Ridiculous Ashes and subscribe, and you can also follow at Ridiculous Ashes on Twitter. And if you can't remember the 2009 Ashes, it was starring Andrew Strauss and Michael Clarke and also featuring... Collingwood, Ponting, um, held on location in England and Wales and Flintoff retired. And uh, Dan and Alex will give you lots of funny and ridiculous moments. We will indeed. Let's play. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? All right, it's time for Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grade Cricketer? And this one is inspired by a new release from the ICC. The ICC, rather than you know changing the time slot of the T20 World Cup final <laughs> to something that the fans of the two teams involved could watch, they've been busy instead uh, releasing digital collectibles. Wow. And these, these are NFTs, uh, which are non-fungible tokens. Uh-huh. Uh, and they, they let you own key moments in the history of ICC tournaments. Do the ICC own those moments? Uh, I, apparently they do. Yeah. And uh, before you just had to, you know, tediously go to Rob Moody's uh, YouTube channel and watch them, uh, now, now you get to own them, which is, which is very exciting. Is this a bit like, uh, you know, baseball cards? Is this a bit like yeah. buying uh, moments on, on like swap cards and, and pieces of cardboard? That I think so. Maybe I did when I was in, in my teens. Yeah, yeah, um, maybe that, except they're, they're, uh, they're digital somehow and will destroy the environment. So yeah. <laughs> apart from that. Perfectly wonderful things. Mm. Uh, non fungible tokens, of course. Fungible means uh, replaceable, uh, identical. You can switch them around. So, who, yeah. who's uh, who's some non fungible cricketers that spring to mind? Irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. Yeah. Oh, Chris Gale. Chris Gale. <laughs> yeah, he's not very fungible at all, is he? Yes. Um, yeah, irreplaceable. I mean, you know, I guess your favourites are always yeah, exactly irreplaceable. And if if they go on to have a, a you know a wonderful commentary career, even even more irreplaceable yeah. at that so point. So, Watto is our non fungible yeah. cricketer of choice. He would be very valuable at this point because yeah. he's got a long commentary career ahead of him. All right. So anyway, in this quiz, I'm uh, going to read out three moments from various ICC tournaments. There's going to be five questions. Each mm. question, I'll read out three moments. And you just have to tell me which of those moments is currently listed 
listed as a digital collectible on the website. Oh wow! And then you're going to give me that digital collectible. I, I will. Uh, you, you, you can you can go on that website and click on the link to see exactly yep. what's there, and you could probably right click and save it and have the exact same thing that whoever buys it will yeah. have. Or I could just do a sneaky screenshot, and then yep. I've got it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So question one: Which of which of these is the moment on the website mm. from an ICC tournament? Question one: Is it Adam Gilchrist walking during a 2003 ODI <laughs> World Cup semi-final? Is it two, Ben Stokes accidentally deflecting a ball to the boundary for four overthrows in the final over of the England's run chase in the 2019 ODI World Cup final? Oh, yeah, I like that one. Or is it three, MS Dhoni running out Mustafiza Rahman to beat Bangladesh in a Super 10 match in the 2016 World T20? Well, that's a very obscure moment, that last one. And I imagine that uh, if the ICC are deciding, look, I would not pay it. What would I pay for each of those moments? I'd pay substantially more for the first two, but I imagine it's number three. It is number three. <laughs> it's uh, MS Dhoni just running out uh, a random Bangladesh number 11 to, uh, to win a Super 10 match. Fantastic. Okay, question two. Uh, which of these moments is, uh, is listed on the website? Is it one, Carlos Brathwaite hitting four sixes in the final over to win the 2016 World T20? Oh, this is too easy. Is it two, Damien Fleming rolling a ball underarm to run out a batless Alan Donald in the 1999 ODI World Cup semi-final tie? Mm, that's a good tie? one too. Or is it three, Sachin Tendulkar hitting a six against Pakistan during the preliminary rounds of the 2003 ODI World Cup. <laughs> well, it can't possibly be number three. That is ridiculous. It has to be the, the first one. No, it's number three. It's oh, uh, Sachin hitting a six. <laughs> Question three. Is there anything worth buying on this website? <laughs> well, you tell me. Okay. Is it one, was it Akram bowling Alan Lamb with an unplayable delivery in the 1992 ODI World Cup final? Oh, I remember that ball. Yeah. Is it two, Alan Border dismissing Mike Gatting reverse sweeping an extremely playable delivery during the 1987 ODI World Cup well, final? Well, that one's funny. Yeah, mm. that's good. Or is it three, Jasper Brumra bowling a Yorker to d- dismiss the number 11 batter Mustafiza Rahman <laughs> in India's match against Bangladesh <laughs> in the preliminary round of the 2019 ODI World Cup? Well, I imagine it's probably number three. And I do get it because Boomer is fantastic. But I wish it was the other two. Yep. (laughs) All right, question four. Surely surely these other moments are also (laughs) NFTs. No, none of these ones I've mentioned other than the, the number threes are in there. Oh, my God. Question four. Is it Elise Perry bowling on a busted ankle in the 2013 ODI World Cup final and blasting through the West Indies top order with a spell of six overs, two maidens, three for eight? Is it two? Viv Richards running out Ian Chappell, Greg Chappell and Alan Turner in the 1975 ODI World Cup final? Or is it Mm. three? A montage of Rohit Sharma innings from the 2019 ODI World Cup. (laughs) No, it's Elise Perry. It has to be Elise Perry. No, it's the Rohit Sharma montage. (laughs) All right, final one. Question five. Is it Jonty Rhodes running out Inzamar Malhuk in the 1992 World Cup by crashing through the stumps with a full-length dive? Or is it two, Mitchell Stark dismissing Brendan McCullum in the first over of the 2015 ODI World Cup final? Oh, yes, we saw that in person. Or is it three, Kapil Dev taking a running catch to dismiss Viv Richards in the 1983 ODI World Cup final? Well, that was a soft dismissal, Mm. that last one. Mm. I imagine it's number three, but I'm going to go for number two, Mitchell Stark. No, it was number one. It was Jonty Rhodes. So that's the the only non-Indian one. one. (laughs) Oh, 
Fantastic. There you go. So if you that one slipped through to the it, keeper. It did slip through. They'll yeah. uh, probably have to, to get that one out of there before they wow, make their final decisions. Can I have an decisions. NFT for the first ever three-team cricket tournament? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it, it, we should be able to put in requests. Yeah. Requests would be much more interesting. You, like bids, just start an auction for every single moment. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do Definitely. it properly. I want the 2005 Super Series of Australia versus the rest of the world. Yep, because I sure as shit don't trust these judges to choose what moments I want the 2014 England loss to the Netherlands. Yes. <laughs> I want the first Women's World Cup in 1973. Here we are in the Muller Award for underappreciated acts in the world of cricket this week. We only have a week, but yet again, we have about five or six nominations, Dan. Yes. So, so the first one we've got is uh, Devon Conway, uh, oh, the New Zealand uh, New Zealand Conway. cricketer who uh, was dismissed during the New Zealand v England semi-final. Mm. A little bit frustrated with the dismissal, punched his bat and then uh, broke his hand and was ruled out of the final. Mm. So uh, not great from Devon Conway. And he's been also been ruled out of the Tour of India. So ah. it's uh, not Sad. Good news for poor old Devon. Argument against big bats too. Argument against yeah. big bats. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I want that NFT. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we'll get the <laughs> NFT for that one. Yeah, I would like that. I'd like the tree. I mean, NFTs are going to be more valuable if you can get, you know, three of a kind, mm. full house. Yes. I don't know what it was. It's like they're like poker hands, yeah. I think. So you get Devon Conway punching uh, punching his bat. You get yeah. Ben Stokes uh, punching the locker. Yep. Yep. You get, uh, I don't know. Who was the other else. guy who punched something? Oh, Ben Stokes punched uh, punch <laughs> two things. things. <laughs> ben Stokes does, does enjoy the odd punch on. Okay, well, I mean, you know, that, it's more valuable if you can get all three of them. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, and they, they power up. You, yeah, uh, you get something. Yeah, you yeah. get so, somehow. Okay, so I've got another one that mm-hmm. uh, apparently James Pattinson was fined hundred percent of his match fee uh, during the week <laughs> in the in the Sheffield Shield for a bad haircut. I think. Yeah, a bad, haircut, a bad haircut, or was it maybe just throwing the ball at uh, the batters on the opposition side. I think I think it was against New South Wales, and uh-huh. uh, the ball was hit back back to him, and he uh, picked up the ball and hurled it at the batter, who was safely in his crease. There was oh, no right. chance of a run out. Hit him on the leg. Uh, swear words were exchanged, and uh, the batter well, that was... batter got in the way. That <laughs> batter was uh, interfering with the track of the ball there. Apparently, although yeah. he was in his crease, so I'm not not sure. Hasn't he Pattinson, re- hasn't Pattinson retired? Yeah, he what? hasn't retired from Sheffield Shield cricket or, right. or being suspended from playing Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. Now we have another one also. We have uh, something from the Canada versus USA T20. Yeah, so we had something a couple of weeks ago from uh, the this uh, America-based uh, series. Spectacular that... tournament. I want the NFT yes, for, for this tournament as well. Yep. But the USA only needed three off the last ball to win versus Canada. Yes. And uh, and instead it was a big swoosh and a miss, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, play, play and a miss and yep. it went straight through to the keeper. Uh, but the non-striker was alert for a bye because... He's mm. ready to run for anything, need, needing three to win or two to tie. So he made it through for the buyers. The wicketkeeper, all, you know, also playing it safe, just mm. ran to the stumps and broke the stumps at the same time. But the, the non-striker had made it there. And the keeper started celebrating a bit early. He just kind of tossed the ball away and started running out to uh, the covers and to, you know, just mm. wave and celebrate. And... 
And he hadn't actually run the guy out. He hadn't run the guy no. out because the non-striker mm-hmm. made his ground. So the non-striker, the original batter also kind of got to the end, but he kind of thought it was all, all over. But the uh, the original non-striker turned he around and said, hey, come back. we'll come back for the second here and tie it up. And, uh, yeah, and it did. went to a super over, mm. uh, which the USA then won. Yep, yep. So that was all very exciting. Very good lessons there. Mm. And we have also another ICC, uh, you know, well, we, we were going to co- uh, nominate the ICC for playing the T20 World Cup final while Australia and New Zealand slept through it. Yes, basically. Yes. I mean, that, that, that was definitely one that was, was important to nominate was for. was kind of thing with just a teeny tiny bit of flexibility, you might mm. say, well, we've had some afternoon games, let's just bump it. Yeah. forward a couple of hours. Every, everyone gets to leave earlier. Mm. What's what's the big deal? Mm. Anyway. Okay, I've got one more, which is uh, Tom Hanks uh, has made a movie and the movie yeah. is called Finch and it's out now on Apple TV, I believe. Yeah. And I've seen some screenshots and Tom looks absolutely nothing like Finch, so <laughs> zero stars for me. Terrible movie. <laughs> Tom Hanks only ever looks like Tom Hanks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and well, he can't play cricket either, can he? Well, he's never won a uh, T20 no. World Cup final unlike Aaron Finch. No. So who's, who's going to get the, the muller this time? We probably should give it to the ICC, shouldn't we, reckon, for, for yeah. playing the T20 World Cup final while everyone slept through it? Yeah, I, I think that wasn't a, wasn't a great move. And then, no. Yeah. So we'll go, go with that one and I think that will uh, wrap us up for another week. Yes, we've remembered to give an award for the Muller <laughs> this week, which is yep. always a bonus. Yep. So you've been listening to Dan Lipke at Leap Cricket and Cat Jones at Cricket Back Cat. We're going to send out a cheerio to Justine who listens to <laughs> us every single week and sends us a message saying whether she likes the show or not and she usually does, which thank you very much. Justine, you're our uh, number one number one uh, supporter, I think, number yep. one fan. So follow us on Can't Bowl Throw, at Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and uh, we will see you all next week. Yeah.